0: Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Natsukashi so Garage, and I'm your host Vincent. And man, it's been a long time—roughly about a month—since I last uh, spoke on this podcast. Um, not a whole lot has been going on since then. Uh, last time I left the podcast, we talked about how I disassembled my spare four AG motor, and I sent that uh, block to the machine shop to get it checked, cleaned, and uh, me- measured. Put some bolts in, and other. Uh, little things here and there. And unfortunately, currently it's still in the machine shop and it's been about over one month, uh, probably around five weeks now. And I ended up missing my race at uh, Hallett, unfortunately, last week. And uh, since I missed my race, I was kind of scrambling to get another running motor to hopefully make it for the race. And unfortunately, I didn't find any good running motors. Um, I was supposed to pick up uh, two 4AG, three-rib motors that probably needed some rebuilding, but I was just planning to get them for cheap, plop one in, and if it blows up, it blows up. But unfortunately, when I messaged the the person, they actually sold the two motors already. And I wasn't mad or anything. It was probably my fault for uh, sleeping on the deal. Last time I spoke to the, Person I was selling those two motors was about three weeks before I messaged him back. So it was understandable that you know he sold it already. And then I was gonna get this, uh, another 4AG, but this was a seven rib block, but it was completely disassembled in Austin. But I decided not to do it because I'll be back at square one again or square zero, where I still had to take the machine shop, get it decked, hone, machined, all that good mess still and since the machine shop is taking a little bit longer than expected i wouldn't be surprised if this second block that's disassembled take longer too so i didn't want to risk that or take that chance and then before my race in Hallett, maybe a week before uh, facebook marketplace someone tagged me for this uh, complete four a g3 rib and um it was you know a pretty good deal for the price was it was cheap for 400 bucks and it was completely assembled for AG hasn't been cracked open or anything like that. And I took the drive to North Houston to check it out. And um, unfortunately, when I turned the crank by hand, it was super hard to turn. It was able to make a full rotation, but it just seemed like it was rusted inside. And there was like metal to metal sound going on. And I just didn't wanna take that risk of spending 400 bucks only to plop it in and then turn it on and it blows up immediately or started knocking immediately. So I didn't wanna risk that. So I ended up thinking maybe I can use the money that I was gonna buy for another motor to rent uh, my friend's Miata and race in Hallett and do spec Miata. And I was really contemplating that cause I do love racing a lot and I love wheel to wheel racing. But I thought long and hard and I figured I should probably use that money for a running spare motor so I can plop that in. And while the other motor that I have is in the machine shop, at least I'll have a running motor, then I'll reassemble my spare good motor after it's done for the machine shop. And then at that time I'll have a backup motor just in case you know my second motor blows up. So uh, I was in a group chat uh, in an a86 group chat where one of my friends uh his name is rick he pulled out his 4ag motor a couple months ago in order to do a beam swap and i messaged him a couple weeks hey like you know just kind of joking about if you wanted to sell his uh 4ag motor and he actually gave me a really good price that i couldn't refuse and the only problem was was that he lives in north carolina and i live in texas so The drive was going to be a long drive. On top of that, you know, I'm going to have to spend money on gas. And right now, gas prices are kind of going up. They're just creeping up to, uh, you know, almost $3 a gallon here in Texas. So, you know, driving the Land Cruiser, I'm going to get 12 MPG at the most. Uh, She's a thirsty girl, but super reliable. So, and I can't drive the Tesla there because I can't fit a motor inside my model three, unfortunately, there's just no way it would fit. So that was definitely out of the question. So, um, yeah, I had to, I like, kind of contemplate, was it worth me driving up to North Carolina to pick up this motor? Well, to kind of sweeten the deal, I also had to pick up a SR20 motor and transmission for a guy in in Texas, and he was going to pay me gas money to pick up the motor in North Carolina too. So that kind of tempting deal, you know, made me do the drive all the way up to North Carolina. And it is roughly about a 17 hour drive to North Carolina from my house. And I made the trip last weekend, which was supposed to be my race weekend. Thankfully at my job, I was able to get uh, not just the four days I requested off, but pretty much a whole week off. And that was pretty much perfect timing because looking at my work schedule, I don't have any other days where I have at least more than three days off. Most of my work schedule only have two days off at the max. So um, I really won't have any other time to do this except last week. And sometimes in order to like get things done, you just have to put in the work. So yeah, Uh, last week I drove to North Carolina, but I did not do it straight shot. Um, getting older and doing 17 hours straight would kill me. Like I cannot drive more than twelve hours at a time. More than that, I'm actually risked to like dozing off and crashing and I just didn't want to risk that at all. You know, I gotta get my sleep. So Wednesday morning I took off early morning. It was just me and my dog put my camping gear in and uh, took out the third row seating so I'll have some room for the motor and tranny for the two motors and tranny. And um, I recently did some upgrades to my camping setup, but I'll talk about that in another episode, uh, more specific to like how I camp and stuff. But anyways, yeah, so I loaded up everything and I drove all the way to Talladega National Forest, which is in Alabama, and that's about a 12 hour drive. So it took most of my driving out, which is great. So I don't have to drive us further on day two. But when I arrived to Talladega National Forest, it was getting dark and considering it was a weekday and there wasn't gonna be any campers at the campsite or at, at where I was gonna camp at. And which was cool because you know you, you don't get the noise, you don't get other people, you can be secluded and, and it's all totally free, which is great. And when I arrived at camp, it was starting to get dark and um, I couldn't help think of like scary things just because, honestly i hate scary movies but i also am intrigued about them too so sometimes i scare myself and i hate doing that but yeah that's just me so i started getting scared a bit being alone in the woods of course i had my dog lambo with me but like no other human being except me for possibly miles and miles out so um yeah then i started thinking about getting scared and stuff but then i was like you know what let's play some podcasts and some music and podcasts definitely does make the time go by fast, and it does make you feel like there's also someone else that's with you too. So um, that kind of calmed my nerves. And Lambo was pretty calm and chill; like he wasn't hyper alert or nervous or paranoid. So that gave me more uh, calmness too. So I was glad that you know I had my dog Lambo with me, and I wasn't totally 100% alone. So I set up my tent, it was completely dark already, and I had my head flashlight, but I did turn on my tent LED lights on too, just because um, I do like light. And I also bought some new light upgrades too for the Land Cruiser, so it definitely shined my camp area pretty well. And um, so after I set up my tent, I started cooking dinner, and I bought this new. Uh, it's like freeze dried food. It's like an MRE, like those military meals where it's everything's all in a pouch, and all you gotta do is just add hot water. And it made cooking real easy and a breeze. They are a little bit pricey, but for the convenience, it's it's pretty worth it though. And the flavor I got was uh, chili mac and cheese, and I was starving, you know, because I didn't eat till uh, lunchtime, so. Um, I was pretty hungry, and I popped open – well, I put hot water in and boiled it and everything. And then um, afterwards, I put the hot water in the uh, pouch where the freeze-dried food was at. I think the brand was like uh, Blue Mountain, I think. I can't really remember the brand, but it was some type of brand. I saw in an academy, and I ended up just getting it. And you pretty much you know, seal the pouch when the hot water is in and um, let it sit there for about five minutes to kind of cook. While I was waiting for it to cook and it was kind of like steeping and stuff, I gave Lambo his meal too, his dog food plus his water and Lambo ate all his food and was definitely sniffing mine. I know he wanted some of my, my food too. So um, after five minutes, I kind of mix everything around and I started eating my meal. And after three bites, I got stuffed pretty quickly, but I wasn't—it wasn't really the best tasting food. Like it, it does suffice, but honestly, I'd rather have like instant noodles over over this. This is kind of like more of like an emergency stash, and and the convenience too is real nice. So I didn't eat a whole lot um, because this wasn't too appetizing. I kind of preferred just cooking, you know, a, a piece of steak over a skillet or or something like that where it's kind of like a, a real good meal. But, um, yeah, I was by myself and I was, I just wanted to get to bed and, and call it a day. So, you know, I went up my tent with my dog, I brought my meal with me. And, um, I also brought some whiskey to drink and have a nightcap. So, you know, I started drinking more than eating and, um, I got the munchies, uh, the drunk munchies. And, um, the MRE or like the, the instant meal I had basically um, was pretty good when you're drunk. You know, when you're sober, it's not as good. But when you're drunk, man, it it was delicious. I ate that thing pretty quickly. And I had some crackers and other stuff too also just because I was super hungry after drinking. And then um, I listened to some more podcasts and uh, fell asleep to the sound of podcasts. And I slept very, very well. Uh, Lambo slept like a baby too. I heard him snoring a little bit and, and I woke up like around 6 a.m. to uh, sunrise. And I was actually surprised how early the sun was out. It was like a, it was around 6 a.m. when the sun started peeking through the tent. And um, it kind of made sense though, because you're on the east side, so the sun you know, rises there first. So makes sense why it kind of sh- rises a little bit earlier than, than in Texas. And I woke up, you know, I brushed my teeth, I ate some breakfast, and then I packed up everything. And all that was like under an hour and um, headed straight to North Carolina. The drive was about eight hours long. And along the drive, it started getting super soggy and wet. I felt like the rains that we had in Houston that, that was raining straight for the past two weeks came with me to this trip. And by the time I got to uh, Rick's house in North Carolina, it was pouring super, super, super duper hard. So um, yeah, uh, luckily I was able to cross through some of the flooded crossings and stuff and and make it just fine. And Rick was nice enough to give me some East Side uh, style barbecue, which is a little bit different style than Texas barbecue. And I do like... The East Side Barbecue, it was, it was a different take on how they do barbecue. It was pretty cool to kind of experience that. Very tasty and, and a new style that, you know, I don't mind eating. And, um, you know, we talked a bit, chat about cars and other stuff. And then we loaded up my transmission or my friend's or this other person's transmission plus the SR20 motor in. And then, they, and then we loaded up uh, my 4AG motor. And um, yeah, I was pretty surprised how much room you got in the Land Cruiser. You know, I was able to fit two motors and a transmission, plus my camp gear and food, and my clothes, plus Lambo stuff. I mean, that's impressive. And um, I didn't have to bring a trailer or nothing. So um, yeah, that was that was really good. And speaking of trailers, too, by the way, when I was in uh, Alabama and the Talladega National Forest, when I was leaving my campsite my GPS took me to a trail and I I always look at the trails before I, I leave my house or anything like that when I prep things and that trail it took me to, I knew that it wasn't really well developed, but it said it was two miles only. So I was like, oh, that's not too bad. It's probably a shortcut. So I drove up maybe a mile and a half into the trail and it got super sketchy. It just all of a sudden just dead end and no tracks or nothing whatsoever. And it was a tight fit inside the forest. And I knew that if I brought my trailer, I would have been screwed. I would have had to probably reverse a mile and a half with the trailer going down a super steep incline. So, yeah, anyways, that was an adventure there in Alabama. But uh, thankfully, I didn't bring the trailer. Line Cruiser was big enough to hold everything I needed to hold. So yeah, after I loaded up everything from Rick's house, I camped out at uh, this ATV mud park. And um, it was $10 a night. So it wasn't too bad at all, it was super cheap. And uh, since it did rain, it was basically yeah, a mud pit. Um, the trail going into the campsite was pretty muddy, rutted out a little bit, some water crossings. I don't know how exactly how deep it was, but. Um, it was dark, so I couldn't really tell, but thankfully I didn't you know, dive into deep pools or anything like that. And the Land Cruiser was able to make it through the trails and not get stuck with all the weight in it. And uh, yeah, so I was pretty impressed with the capability. And I was thinking about opening up my tent to sleep in, but I decided at the time to sleep inside the Land Cruiser and with everything inside the land cruiser i can't really lay down i just slept in the driver's seat and um i did try drinking a little bit just to kind of put me to sleep but um every time i dozed off i would wake up again and it was almost like every hour and at midnight you know i was like man screw this i don't care if it rains i'm gonna pop up my tent and sleep and thankfully at the time the rain had stopped but I was still getting some large droplets from, I guess the wet tree leaves um, from all that rain, but it wasn't like torrential downpour or anything like that, thankfully. So um, yeah, I, I popped up in my tent at midnight, brought Lambo upstairs with me to the tent, brought the thermosil to avoid any, you know, mosquitoes coming in and my fan to kind of keep things cool. And yeah, I got a really, really good night's sleep again. I woke up to kind of like intermittent clouds patches of sun rays coming through the tent but it was mainly overcast and cloudy and it was around 8 a.m when i woke up and i felt pretty refreshed i was like oh thank god that was a well worth choice you know sleep's seems very important to me so i'm glad i was able to get a really comfortable good night rest and um and i packed up everything and as soon as i started folding my hardtop tent it started raining hard again and so i got very very lucky too um it was like kind of meant to be as soon as i packed everything up it started to rain hard so um i drove all the way to north carolina to meet up with my friend debba he offered me a place to stay and it was already day three so i haven't showered yet so i needed to definitely get a shower and, and um yeah, so thankfully, I was able to uh, sleep at his apartment. You know, we chilled a bit, ate, ate out, drank a bit, and then, um, yeah, we, I went to bed. And uh, the next day, I woke up at 5 a.m. and got ready for my drive all the way to Houston, which was about 12 hours. And um, drive to Houston wasn't too bad, pretty worry-free, got home by 5 p.m. And I didn't unload anything. I was just wanted to go eat and then sleep and um that's what i pretty much did on day four and thankfully uh i had was off for the next three days so uh when i arrived it was when i arrived back home it was already saturday then sunday came around i unloaded the motors and the transmission at the warehouse and um i was gonna work on it more trying to transfer the parts from my blown big port to the new big port that i got but um, Unfortunately, I got caught up with other things. So I couldn't work on it that day. But on Monday came, I pretty much uh, work on the motor half a day, transferred all my parts, and she's pretty much ready to go to be put in the inside the 8.6. But I have one more step, which is um, putting the gaskets in for the cooling system. Um, thankfully, I have Honda Bond, so I can just RTV the, the connections and then call it a day. And uh, that should definitely, you know, keep it leak free from with with cooling and all I get mess. So uh, yeah, Um, I haven't done that yet, unfortunately, but uh, I am off on Friday. So I'm hoping uh, I'll be able to, you know, seal up my cooling system and then plop the motor and tranny inside, plug everything together. And hopefully first crank, she starts right up. Um, If she does start right up on Friday, uh, that would be a very, very awesome and um, pretty much set me up for my race at CODA. Um, I will do some more mods to help with the oiling issue or the oil starvation issue that you know blew up my first motor. But I'll just take it one step at a time. And right now, my main goal is to pop the motor inside the 8.6 and get her running. So that's my next step. Um, but that's pretty much it, though, with uh, the eight six updates. Um, yeah, that's, that's it, really. Uh, hopefully, I'll be able to update this uh, podcast more frequently. Uh, hopefully, I'll be able to make it to my race at Circuit of the Americas in July and maybe win a trophy or something. Um, yeah, but anyways, that's all. Uh, thanks for listening. All right, I'll see you all next time. Bye.